I roll over and click off my alarm seconds before it goes off. Today marks the longest I've spent in one place since I left my job in New York. Apparently, the small town life agrees with me. I'm actually happy to wake up early, sun shining through my blinds, birds chirping, and an annoying buzzing sound proudly prevented. I'm alone, a not uncommon circumstance for a single girl pushing forty, but not as common as one might think. I'm a naughty girl who writes naughty books in a town which, on the surface, appears nice and wholesome. And in reality, is anything but. Today is just another day in my new life. I greet it as always with a smile, and the hope that it will be filled with good friends, great sex, and fingers crossed, some spicy inspiration. I'm known. I'm certainly not your average girl. I don't have your average interests, and I don't live in your average town. I'm a proud resident of Brooks Hollow. A quiet town in upstate New York. We have a population so small they don't bother to put it on the town sign. From my house on Main Street, I can walk to the coffee shop, the grocery store, the sex shop, or the library in under ten minutes, and these comprise the four corners of the town. Today, I plan to head up to Master Phil's sex shop. Technically, it's on the highway, but its lot sits right on the town line. Master Phil's is an enigma. Our town is so small; kids have to bus forty minutes down the road for school. Yet we have a thriving adult store. Those very few people that pass through always ask how it survives, and the town's official answer is to parrot Phil Masterson himself. He does a lot of business online. Is that true? Sort of. He does sell his wares over the internet, but Master Phil's is more than just a store. It's a clubhouse and training ground for the Brooks Hollow BDSM community, a community in which yours truly is a proud member. Today I'm going in to browse. I'm an erotica writer and journalist by trade. Lately, I've found myself with writer's block. Small town life might be peaceful, but there's not much of interest to a journalist. So, having nothing to report on, I've been focused on my novels. The trouble is that I've run out of fresh ideas. Characters and plots are easy, but what can I find to keep my rabid readers tantalized in terms of sex? Surely there will be something new to explore at Master Phil's. There always is. There was a time when waking up early to visit a sex shop would have seemed odd. These days, it's positively mundane. It's Thursday. The day Phil gets his new orders in, and I always swing by for a peek. First, however, I need to see to my morning routine. My red hair has gotten longer. I've been growing it out since moving here a little over a year ago, and I'm enjoying the full-bodied look. I wear it loose now, brushed out and straight. As I brush, I always take time to admire myself. Like most girls. I'd always thought that by thirty-nine, my body would be pale, sagging, and unappealing, well past my sexual prime. I should be ashamed to expose my skin, if I had only known. My body is as firm and supple as it has ever been. My small breasts are still perky, with their sensitive pink nipples and milky white skin. 
my butt is still the dream target of more than a few paddle-wielding lovers. And overall, I'm very proud of the way I look. That's why I have no shame in showing off. A judgmental conservative, like my father, might call me the town slut. Dad would be right, and I probably deserve a spanking just for being proud of that fact. I don't wear anything these days that doesn't hug my curves and call attention to my figure. In any other small town, this would probably have made me a pariah. Or the mayor. In Brooks Hollow, it barely turns heads. It's a warm summer day, so I opt for my hot red dress. A companion of mine, since I was a lifestyle columnist. This little number is meant to keep eyes on my body and off my notepad. It's low-cut, matches my hair, and is light enough to wear by itself. I don't bother with lingerie.